Episode of 360 Degrees, part of the Urban Breakdown Network on this sunny but cold Saturday morning, Halloween, which we've been Halloween. robbed of because of coronavirus, because it was going to be off the hook because we got an extra hour to hang out. It was yep. going to be a full moon. And now mm -hmm. I ain't going nowhere because I ain't trying to get sick. Oh, and it a was blue. a blue moon, right? Oh, wow. Yep, it's, a, it's a blue moon, too. Yeah. I got to get out and get a picture of it. It would have been the perfect night to turn up. But we're stuck in the house. Fuck it. Yeah. So we got myself in the house, Big Murr. So we got uh, Odie. Hello, Odie. Hey, y'all. And, hey, and then we got Ricard in the house. What's going on, Ricard? Yo. What up? What up? What's going on, man? Greetings from Enjoying the other side of the pandemic. country. <laughs> oh, man. Enjoying the pandemic. Uh, the temperature dropped a little. You know, and picked back up, surprisingly. But yeah, I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm chilling over here at AZ. I, I will say one thing real quick before we get started. Everybody was talking about Texas flipping blue. I'm like, I think, and you might be able to tell me more about this than I could. I think Arizona will probably turn blue before Hell yeah. uh, Before uh, Texas yep. does. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we coming out there in record numbers, right? That's, that's like across the entire country, you know, so... Yeah, it's not surprising to me. North yeah. Carolina, too. I'm even proud of North Carolina because of how many um, first-time voters there there are and how many um, people from the last election that were eligible to vote have exercised their right this time around. I saw those numbers, and North Carolina was at the top of the leading charge of that list. So I'm, I'm even proud of North Carolina for this. When I went to go yeah. vote, the machine that I, you know, when you put your Scantron in, it counts, you know, the votes. And the thing is, I didn't get a chance to ask the lady if it was for the day or if it was for uh, altogether, but it was at like 7,800. And I didn't know if that was like for the day or if that was for, you know, all, I mean, I, you know, I live in, in Cary, but I, I thought they did those by the day. And I'm like, if they, you know, there's been a lot, I mean, it's, it's record numbers of voting. So right now in mm -hmm. Texas, more people have voted early than voted in the 2016 elections in Texas. Mm. So- uh, And that's insane for Texas because Texas, they have all those um, gerrymandering situations that are going over there. Yeah. You know, they're trying to suppress as much people as possible. So I'm definitely surprised with Texas. Well, pe well people are trying to break that, uh, they're trying to break that gerrymandering, man, because they're just trying to, I mean, the only way to break gerrymandering is to come out in force. Mm. So that's what people are really doing. They're trying to come out in force and just break the gerrymandering, you know? And that, I mean, I could see Texas turning blue, but I couldn't see it because of the gerrymandering and, and, you know, just low voter turnout. But now I have to see people are just like, you know what? Yeah. If it doesn't get done, it's not going to be because of me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so people are going out there and doing their thing. 
But anyway, before I start running my mouth, Odie, what did you have for us today? So there's going to be a theme here. Um, you guys have, you guys are going to see it. Uh, it's going to be very apparent soon. But we're going to be uh, really staying on the trend of rappers. Um, and you can form your opinion about what the trend is with those rappers by the end of this uh, recording. But um, this week, there was a viral video of a guy who was in a restaurant uh, wearing some fresh Air Force Ones, fresh, crisp, white Air Force Ones. And um, he was in a sushi restaurant, a sushi bar. And I guess it violated the dress code according to the owners or according to the um, host or hostess, whatever, the host, I guess. Um, And they were trying to basically just kick him out. And he was on some shit like not having it, definitely made a scene. Um, When I was reading some of the comments, I was with some of the people who were just like, black folks, no one to pick your battles, fuck them. Like, just leave, don't spend your money with them. And that kind of be the end of that. Um, I'm kind of, I don't know how you guys feel, but I really am a little sick and tired of um, the post it for the internet to see trend kind of thing. I think the only thing, at least when it comes to this, like I don't want to see people arguing about masks anymore. I don't want to see people, um, unless it's like a life or death situation and you clearly need to document it, um, to to outline what exactly happened for your protection, fine. But like, if you're fucking recording, you getting kicked out of a restaurant for your shoes, for the shoes you're wearing. I don't know if I want to see that. I'm kind of over that because it. I don't know. It just seems like we have more pressing issues. Is my point. But anyway, that's not really the story for me. It's really where Ti steps in. Ti. <laughs> calls himself the king of Atlanta. Matter of fact, uh, his last album, what the hell was that acronym? Ricard, do you know it? Oh, uh, uh, I've only heard it. Uh, I only heard it one time. And what's really the name of that? Oh, Libra. Oh. Libra. The name of the album is Libra. And mm-hmm. it stands for, I can't remember it, what the L stands for, but it's like the acronym is something like is back running Atlanta. That's what the IBRA stands for. <laughs> and I was like, okay. bitch, what? That doesn't even make grammatical sense, but whatever. Didn't really listen to the project, but like I said, this dude calls himself, you know, basically like the king of Atlanta, and anytime there's some shit, he pretty much inserts himself. Because I remember there was an issue, too, with some steakhouse out there um, that black people like to frequent. Um, so T.I. really inserting himself wouldn't be a problem if he had consulted the victim first, who, of course, was a black man. Um, I'm just kind of, like, sick of T.I. always doing some fuck shit. Like, if he ain't saying something ridiculous about on his podcast, if he's not, um, I don't know. He's just. I'm just over T.I. I don't know. And had you, had you guys seen this shit floating around? No, because I don't think I've ever heard an entire T.I. song in my life. And he has, <laughs> like, he has like seven albums, I think. I don't even know. 
but I've, I've just never been that much into T.I. And when I do hear him say dumb things like what he said about his daughter and all that other stuff, I was just like, eh, he's just not really on my radar. But I, I, I could imagine him, I, I figure it like this, and, and I hate doing stuff like this that I'm about to do right now. There's bigger things to fight for. Now, the dress code thing is nothing new because mm-hmm. I, like decades ago, Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I used to go out to the club, if they mm-hmm. didn't want a certain type of people in, black people, right. they would just put up a dress code because they know how we normally like to dress. Like, I mean, you know, especially when we were younger back then, I mean, you put on a suit to go to a funeral, you know, it's just that I was going to um, uh, business school back then. So I always had like, uh, I had stuff to wear. It wasn't a problem for me, but it would have been if I wasn't going to business school. You understand? Yeah. But that's what they used to keep people out. Like even um, they used to talk about like when rap was first starting out, like in the late seventies, early eighties, that they would do that to keep the quote unquote riffraff out, you know, due to dress yeah. codes. So I figure like this, as long as, I mean, if you have a dress code, I could have let that slide because I mean, if his shoes were brand spanking new, they're not dirty or anything like that. I let them in, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a restaurant. Not a club, and it's sushi. Yeah. It's not like it's a steakhouse where it's like you require a jacket and tie. Yeah. Bitch, it's sushi. Like, calm the fuck down. I'm like, y'all, y'all too lazy to cook the food, and I gotta get dressed up for this shit. I got to, so I can eat bait. Like, and I gotta get dressed <laughs> up for that. Whatever, you know. But I mean, there, there's bigger things to fight for, you know. You figure, and 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 like I said, I hate doing this whataboutism. But you figure right now there are women in detention centers who are getting forced hysterectomies, and that's what you want to speak up on. You got hmm. Breonna Taylor's uh, boyfriend getting sued by the walking. cops for emotional distress. You worried about this dude's shoes? Come on, T.I., do, do you not get... Yeah, yeah, do you not get that like, is a real story. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what? I mean, what the hell news channels is he getting out there? That he's not seeing all this other stuff going on. I'm like, you're like, that's the hill you're gonna die on. This dude's oh, wow. shoes. Just stop going to that restaurant. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of restaurants close down, but I mean, there's other places to go. You don't have to eat at that restaurant anymore if they're not. Gonna, well, take those kids to go. If, I don't. If, I'm if not trying to eat money. out anyway. Um, actually, according to the story, I actually pulled up the story. Um, she is an attorney, by the way. The wife. She's mm-hmm. an attorney. She and her husband made a reservation for a birthday dinner. Um, then they, when they were they arrived, staff refused to serve them because he was wearing the sneakers. And at some point, she starts recording at uh, the video, or like starts recording the video. Um, and he points out that uh, that another patron is sitting at the bar wearing Adidas sneakers, and the con- they were trying to move the conversation outside. And he was like, this is racism. And oh, I was like, okay. I can't where you're coming from. A staff member response. We're all minorities here. What the fuck, bro? Once you get called out, I don't understand why people say shit like that, but whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, and then the guy was just like, I'm not letting Air Force Ones into my establishment. But you could let Bottom line Adidas. Is, <laughs> they did. Ask, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, hmm? and his shit was crispy because I don't know if it was his wife's birthday, but either way, his shit was crispy. They they was brand new. Um, 
But the bottom line is they actually ended up apologizing. Um, yeah, they they ended up apologizing. That's the short of it. But I guess, like, for me, it was P.I. reaching out to the restaurant um, instead of this man, Col- Mr. Colbert, Col- Colbert or Colbert, excuse me, I don't know. Colbert. Um, yeah, so instead of reaching out to him first, it's like, you can't be madder than the victim or even try to broker a fucking understanding when you haven't talked to the victim. Like, what are you doing? Um, and it's just like a trend of rappers saying and doing fuck shit that has been really irritating me this week um, where I just keep rolling my eyes. And that includes, you know, 50 Cent and most recently Lil Wayne. Um, Don't forget Ice Cube. With and Ice Cube, and honestly, you know why the Ice Cube thing really irked me? Because I really, I actually was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt initially, Same. but then when the story surfaced about him not taking Kamala's call or some shit, yeah, uh, I think Kamala wanted to schedule a call, and then I was like, oh, so he really is as arrogant um, as I was giving him the benefit of the doubt not to be. Like, that to me was like the nail in the coffin where I was like, Oh, this nigga really is making it about him, and it shouldn't be. He's making this shit well, personal. I got a question about that because I saw an interview where mm-hmm. he discussed that, and he basically just said that they were supposed to have a have a discussion prior to that, prior to that show, right? Well, what why about does it fucking matter? Like, why are you trying to like, like, bro? They got an election to win. Stop making this shit all about you. Like, take the call. It doesn't matter. Like, what what is there to discuss beforehand? You I got guess he was plan. just looking. I guess he was just looking at the integrity of it all. You know, just um, like right now, you wanted you wanted me to go ahead and you know get on this particular show and talk about what I've been trying to try to discuss it, discuss it with you prior to this whole thing. So like, you just pretty I much just doing. He this did not want to be a part of the Zoom call with Senator Kamala Harris that included other quote unquote entertainers. Right, right. I think Killer Mike and other other people is going to be on there as well. And here's the thing, you know, I didn't know Killer Mike was supposed to be on there. If Killer Mike was supposed to be on there, why would you not want to be there? Because who is deeper in politics? Right, which rapper is deeper in politics right now than Killer Mike? And he's doing the things like because right. he claimed that oh well I want to get things done. Well, Killer Mike is out here actually creating banks, creating wealth. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that fucking yeah. show on Netflix is a jewel. Like, oh yeah, even yeah. if you can't implement all of those things, he talks about things in a very digestible, easy to understand way. And if you about that action, then you can follow his model. Simple, mm-hmm. simple. He shows you how to do it, and he shows you where the challenges are. So yes, he is doing the things. So that's why I'm like, nah, Cube, you're making this about you, and you sound crazy as fuck right now. So, no, I'm not trying to hear it. But at least what I do know is that he's not openly endorsing Trump. And that's where he gets a little less, you know, intensity from me. Right. Because what we do know is that Lil Wayne is out here endorsing Trump. 50 Cent is out here (laughs) endorsing Trump. And I can't with these niggas. Like, this is not the time. And it's so funny because, like, that it's like (laughs) Build Back Better that phrase really irritates me. I legit feel like 
they're like, I feel like their tagline should have been now is the time. Because when I look at everybody else's posters, like I saw like the, the green party, um, like trying to legalize marijuana and shit. So I was looking, I was like, that's what the idea I can get behind. But now is not the time. I can't afford my, I can't afford to waste my vote on y'all asses. Maybe next time. Now is not the time. And their shit should have been now is the time. I, I will now say is the time. I voted for Biden in this election and I really didn't like the fact that I voted for Biden, but I figured it like certainly last time it was like, all right, Biden's not gonna win. I mean, uh, was it Hillary gonna win North Carolina? And she didn't. Mm-hmm. And she lost it by like 170,000 votes. But I'm kind of feeling, even if they don't win it, I kind of felt like maybe they could do it this time. You know, maybe they could turn this around because, you know, Trump is losing a lot of support with old folks. And it turns out old folks don't like being considered to be disposable. <laughs> oh. Who knew? So I'll be like, you know what? Maybe I'll just have to swallow my pride. I really wanted to vote Green Party this year because now they're actually on the ballot. Because last time they weren't on the ballot. And they actually made it onto the ballot in North Carolina this year. And I was like, I guess I got to stick with Biden. But, I mean, you got people who, who I know who voted for Trump uh, last time around, and I let it go. You know, because I understand, yeah, Hillary sucks. We get it. But now they have no excuse, you know, because we know what Trump is all about. And then you got Lil Wayne endorsing. Let me tell you about Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne looks like a, 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 he either looks like zombie Richie Cunningham in that picture, or he looks like a corpse they dragged out of the river. And they were like, you know what? Let's dress him up like Carlton Banks. Wear that fucking, yeah, that sweater. It, it was like, uh, you look like an ass. I don't know. I don't know how I expected him to dress, but not like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but it's if Killer Mike endorsed Trump, I'd be devastated. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like what happened to make Killer Mike flip like that? Lil Wayne, who gives a rat's ass who Lil Wayne endorses? Lil Wayne don't got that. Because, I mean, he's never done anything political in his life. So that's why this Ice Cube thing is bothering people because Ice Cube is not, uh, as far as we knew, he, he's not a Republican, right? So it's like, I mean, like, and like you say, he's not endorsing Trump, but just the fact that he's giving Trump those photo ops so close to the, uh, to the election, it, it bothers people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? But now... It's, like, and it's really an insult to my intelligence, and I hate feeling like that. But it's a, it's a real insult to my intelligence because it's like, not only do you think I'm really about to vote for you based on what little Wayne feels, the motherfucker that didn't go past sixth grade. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, no, I'm not about to vote for you just because little Wayne may entertain your fuck shit. Like, no. Oh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's an insult to my intelligence. You fuck know what you. else, I, you know what else is an insult? It, that they call it the platinum plan. They're like, yo, black people like platinum chains. Let's call it the platinum plan. That'll that'll peak, that'll get their attention. I'm like, y'all don't know nothing about us, do you? Not a damn thing. Uh, it, it, it's like a uh, Living Color had a song called uh, "Pride," and um, I know I'm gonna flub, I know I'm gonna flub the lyrics, but he says, "Look at me as me, not what you see on TV." 
And that's basically what Trump and them do. Oh, you know, these rappers got these platinum teeth and platinum chains. It's called the platinum plan. They'll be on board with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, that's how you know Trump, I, mean, I was going to say Trump had black friends, but they died. Oh, poor Herman Cain, fucking jackass. I'll be sick ill of the dead, but I mean, you figure all these Republicans got sick and only Herman Cain died. <laughs> I'll be the laugh at that, but it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's just the basic, it just sums up Trump's relationship with the black community in a nutshell. Everybody in the White House got COVID. Herman Cain is the one that dies. Trump is out doing, doing somersaults. He's doing handstands. He's like, I feel better than I felt in 20 years. Herman Cain's dead, and they're still tweeting from his account that COVID is a hoax. <laughs> so, nothing sums it up better than that. But, I mean, Lil Wayne is basically just a long line of, like, washed-up people that, that just washed up on Trump's shore, like, like Diamond and Silk. Diamonds, I don't know if, they, if they're here yet or they've already been here, but they're supposed to be in Johnson County along with Laura Bush. I keep saying Laura Bush, Laura Trump. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, don't do that to Laura. It, it, it's, it's basically, for, for the wrestling fans out there, it's basically like the arc of King Kong Bundy from the 80s. Like in WrestleMania 2, King Kong Bundy wrestled Hulk Hogan for the belt. And like in WrestleMania 2 and WrestleMania 3, he, was, he would wrestle with Hillbilly Jim and a bunch of midgets. Look it up. That was an actual match. It was Hillbilly Jim <laughs> and a bunch of midgets versus King Kong Bundy and a bunch of midgets. And they all turned on him because he did the big splash on a midget. And then all the midgets turned on him. That was basically his arc. I've never seen such a dip like that. And for Lil Wayne, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he still sells records. People still enjoy his music. But no one gives a shit what he has to say politically. You may, you may as well tell me that Kodak Black is endorsing Trump or, or Lil Uzi Vert is endorsing Trump. Like, they've never done anything political to make me say, huh, no, maybe I should just get... No, no one gives a shit. He got a song called my, All My Bitches Love Me. And I'm supposed to take advice from that dude. Yeah, okay. Well, like I said, dude did not make it past sixth grade. He got signed at 11. He didn't go back after that. So I'm all the way cool on that. Now with 50 Cent, like, is he really <laughs> endorsing him? or? 50 Cent is just a greedy sack of shit. And he basically saw a, a tax plan. It wasn't even Joe Biden's tax plan. It was a SALT right. plan. And SALT is an acronym for state and local taxes. Guess who doesn't have control over state and local taxes? The president. So he basically saw uh, that in some states, well, some of the bigger blue states like New York and California, if you're a hit with the full SALT, I guess for lack of a better term, you could, your upper tax bracket could be up to like 68%. Mm-hmm. But that's if you're hit with all three of those taxes. And very few people will get hit with all three. Would fall into that into that donut hole to get hit with all three. It's kind of like that's 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 like people that that would make like what over four hundred for the most part. Yeah. Yearly. Well, now here's the thing. That's the the over four hundred is part of Joe Biden's plan. 
Now, gotcha. for, the, for the state and local taxes, that all depends on the state. Mm. So I don't want to say what it is for each state. But one of my friends showed me his tax bill. He pays $18,000 a year in taxes. Like he lives in New York, you know, and he's paying 18 grand just in taxes. Mm. You know, so it's just, and, and I want to say, don't quote me on this. I had to pull the, the back up. I think it's, I think that's just property tax. I don't even know if that's like all his taxes. So mm. I understand. Said, and, I mean, and, 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 York, and he's, so and he's not a sense. millionaire. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> he's, he's an ordinary working Joe. He's not a millionaire. So it's, it's really real out there. But if you're 50 cent and you're worth $30 million, it ain't that real. And especially if you're in a position like 50 cent, where you're going to keep on making money. Cause I mean, he's still working on power and all those other spinoffs. So it's not like he's going to run out of money anytime soon, unless he does something stupid with it, you know, but 50 cent had the nerve to get on little Wayne for endorsing Trump when he was going to vote for Trump because he wanted to keep more of his money. And I'm like, what a difference a day makes like, Two days ago, you were just talking about, yo, I'm voting for Trump because fuck Joe Biden's taxes and maybe somebody's whispered in his ear, nah, nah, that's not Joe, son. That's not Joe. And now he's ragging on Lil Wayne for, for directly endorsing Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's Lil Wayne must, must have smelled like cough syrup and old socks. Like he don't look like, you know, he really keeps up with himself like that. He just looks terrible. I, I keep going back to on, on how he looks, but I mean, all them drugs ain't helping a man. Sucking down all that lean, his brains are probably oatmeal. You know? Mm. He probably thought he was talking to Donald Trump from like 1994. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought he was back in time drinking on all that cough syrup. All, all that, what do they call it, the purple drink? I hope not. Is, didn't, didn't he get like a seizure or something like that? Yeah, he was having seizures when everybody else was. Yeah, it was like singer rappers that were having seizures around that same time. Now, did did, did y'all hear about uh, Kanye West? I mean, well, I will say that uh, I've heard a couple things about Kanye West, but uh, one thing he's all right with in my book this this week. Uh, is Kim Kardashian's birthday gift. That's the only one thing I can think of that was trending. He, uh, Kim Kardashian's birthday, I, I think she turned 40. And um, he got her, he, he got her a hologram of her father. And the message was like, basically saying like, I'm proud of you. And, you know, you have a great family and all this other stuff. Like it, it was like a really sweet gift and it was something very yeah. thoughtful. Um, I personally don't like holograms, but clearly she wasn't creeped out by it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if she liked it, then that's all that matters at the end of the day. I thought that that was like, I'm sure it was an expensive gift, but it was the most thoughtful gift that somebody mm-hmm. with money can probably buy. Um, right. Yeah, so I, I thought that was really cool. Um, but now and and, and did, my, did I he... can't account for it. And did he tack on a Birkin bag? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no Birkin no. bag. I'm pretty sure no, no Birkin. Birkin bag. She probably okay. got like 10 of those things. 
Yeah, yeah, it was like a, it's a whole trend this week where it was talking about yeah, your man don't buy you a Birkin bag. But I'm not even a purse kind of girl. Like that, but that's just me. So I have like, like the same fucking clutch I use for everything. I could probably use a new one, but I just I use I ride the shit to the wheels fall off, yo. Until shit starts splitting apart at the seams, and I get a new one. I'm that person. Oh, it's funny. It's like it, it wasn't until that 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 started trending that uh, that I heard that was my first time hearing about a Birkin bag. Like, are they like reliable, or durable? Like, what, um... nope, they're just expensive. Like, it was a thing on Sex in the City. That's when they became like really popular. Scary. Uh, gotcha. Um, and you know, in certain back, just like sneakerheads, there's sneakerheads that are down for mm. the hunt. And they like to get it's yeah. I had I knew I had to explain it in terms that y'all would understand. It's the same type of thrill, you know. You gotcha. get excited about the taste, getting these exclusive limited edition bags, and that's what people want. So, yeah, no, it's no. the same concept. But yeah, no, uh, I don't give a fuck about a Birkin bag. But I'm gonna let young people have that argument. I'm not arguing about that shit on the internet with people. <laughs> that was hilarious. Now, now I will say one thing about Kanye. You know, Kanye is still a little dangerous as far as his presidential run goes because yeah. it just so happened that he ended up getting on the ballot in uh, he swing did, a couple of states. In, oh wow! And then swing states are where they really need African Americans to really show out to make a difference. And Kanye is still on the ballot in in a few swing states because I mean he can't be president because basically. He's not on enough states to get 200 and, uh, 270 votes. So it's not even just a matter of, hip, of people not wanting him to be president. It's a matter of even if people wanted to vote for him, they couldn't because he's not on the ballot because he started way too late. But Kanye was on uh, Joe Rogan's show. And Joe Rogan asked him a policy question because he was like, well, not, you know, if you become president, then you're going to be. Uh, Commander in chief. So if uh, if China invades Taiwan or you know somebody invades Israel, like what are you gonna do? Like what's your plan? And Kanye had like a brain cramp. Like he was just sitting there like, oh. And Joe Rogan was looking at him like, because uh. <laughs> he his brain shut down. And then when his brain rebooted, he was just like, he said the most generic answer. Like, yeah, well, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surround myself with all these experts. And then we'll just, you know, let God oh, wow. sort it out, you know, some shit like that. And I was just like, yeah, this dude, him be, I mean, I, I don't like, and I wish Blue was on for this part of it because I don't want to overstep my, because, you know, he's a, he's a mental health professional. You know, and I never want to overstep my bounds when it comes to people with mental health issues. And it's, it's kind of like people, he has that fallback because they're like, oh, you can't crack on Kanye because he's got mental health issues. And I'm not cracking on, I'm just observing the obvious for him being president is a vanity project. It has nothing to do with him yeah. wanting to help anybody. It's all about Kanye because of, cause one of his mental health issues, in my opinion, I mean, I'm not a doctor, is he's an extreme narcissist. You know, everything mm-hmm. is always about him. That's why him and Donald Trump get along so well. Is and that a men- is, is that a mental issue, or that's just him being a celebrity? No, I mean, if you're a narcissist, like it, it, at his level, I I believe, and you know, feel free to correct us. You know, we're on 
we're on Facebook and we're on um, Instagram. But um, I think if you're like an extreme narcissist, I think that is like some sort of mental condition. I don't know if it's one that requires medication, but it is know. a, you know, when you're a, a narcissist to, the, to that level, yeah, it is a, it is a condition. Because you I, I just feel like when you when you're a celebrity, you're exposed to like a million and one things. Like some it's it's, it's kind of like night and day <laughs> when when you hear when you hear certain interviews when they talk about the industry. You know, it's well, like a I mean, totally different world, and, and what you're exposed to is not something I mean, that if you're, you if you're and I rapper, would be exposed to. Yeah, but if you're a rapper, like say somebody like Big Daddy Kane or like Rakim or somebody like that. So when they rap, of course they're gonna be they're not gonna they're not gonna rap and be like, well, I'm I'm third best. No, of course you're gonna be like I'm number one. No one's gonna buy records of somebody who thinks that they're third best. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's always gonna come into play. But it's is who you are when you're not uh, you're not behind the mic. That's what matters. And Kanye is narcissistic all the time to the nth degree. But he doesn't really he don't really know what he's doing. And his people aren't like, they don't have his back because they're just like, you know, uh, they're just yes men. But he looked like, he looked like a buffoon on, on Rogan's show, you know, because this is a, this is a, it's an actual job. I, I mean, I know Donald Trump makes it look easy, not because he's good at it, but because he's terrible at it. Cause he doesn't do any work like his aides get mad at him because he doesn't do any work. He watches Fox News like eight hours a day. That's his job. And then, he, and then he tweets. That's his job. There's a lot more to it than that. So you're going to give a man who's never had a job in his life and then let him have the most difficult job on the planet and then expect great things to happen. And then now you're going to give it to an even less qualified person like Kanye West. That's not going to happen. But Kanye West, the fact that he's still registered in swing states, could still be dangerous. Wow. And that's, all, that's always something to consider because there are some people who are still disillusioned and are really not wanting to vote for Biden or Trump. Also, I'm just concerned too, like, it's not over. Like, I think Democrats have been showing up early, but I don't know that people are going to show up on the day of, I just also read something on a friend's timeline that said there was an article saying that he is he is gaining, um, Trump is gaining in swing states, and I'm just like, mm, it's fucking scary. Like I'm well, not, we're not out of the woods. Two this big is all that, two big that, that could happen is number one, him losing Arizona. Arizona's still worth, if, I, if I'm correct, I didn't get a chance to look it up, but I think they're still worth like double digit uh, points. He could still lose Georgia. Georgia's very tight right now. So in other words, there are battleground states that were never battleground states before. Like for instance, when Trump won- 11, you're right, 11. Yeah, Trump, when Trump won uh, Texas last time around, actually, um, a little bit of trivia came my way this morning when I was up at 2 a.m. for no reason. The last Democrat to win Texas. All right, I'll give you all a guess. Who do you think was the last Democrat to win Texas? Uh, Clinton. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> Wait, hold on. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that would have been my guess too. So if it wasn't him, then who? Jimmy Carter in '76. Jimmy Carter in Texas. That should have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. He was the last Democrat to win Texas. And now, and Texas has been pretty much red ever since, you know. Mm-hmm. But now here's the thing. It's not to say that Texas is going to flip this time around, but it's going to be really close because you figured Trump mm-hmm. won Texas by 10 Maybe points. Not. And, and I thought for a state as red as Texas, I'm like mm-hmm. 10 points just doesn't seem like a whole heck of a lot from the win by, because there are some states where he won by like 16, 17 points that are a little less conservative than Texas, you know? But the demographics are shifting. One thing I've started to find out, there are a lot of people who are moving from California, moving to Texas. And they're not exactly saying, well, I'm in Texas, so I guess I got to vote red. You know, they're moving to places like San Antonio and Austin and, and Dallas, you know? And they're moving in enough numbers to, to tip the scale. I guess people don't want to deal with wildfires every year. So they're like, well, I got to move out. I'll deal with the hurricanes instead. <laughs> There's always something. But I, I actually, there are states that were not battleground states before that are battleground states now. So even if Trump were to win a couple of these battleground states, it still may not turn for him. Now, even Florida, I mean, he's losing in Florida among among seniors. And that's huge because that's who that's how he carried Florida last time around. Seniors came out in, in huge droves. And now you got seniors dying of COVID. Uh, they don't appreciate that shit. <laughs> so now here's the thing though, right? The reason why I don't trust the polls. And I, I will agree with you on, on this, Odie, this is definitely not over. I mean, even, even Jen Uger of Young Turks was like, He's calling, he called it a month ago that it was going to be Joe Biden the landslide. It is not going to be Joe Biden the landslide. Let's not, let's not go crazy. People are voting early only because they don't want to hear about the shenanigans. They don't want to hear about uh, voting machines going down on election day, all that other stuff. They want to get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. That's why they're voting early. That's why I voted early. You know, mm-hmm. I, try to get, I try to get in the habit of voting early, you know, even though I live in a, in a quiet town, I just don't want to deal with the shenanigans, the election day shenanigans. So I just said, you know what? I got a chance to vote. You know, this is a two week window in North Carolina to vote early. There's a polling place not too far from where I live. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and vote early. And I did, you know, and yeah, they were, I mean, like one of my friends, she's a teacher. They have a track out. So she was off. And I think she went on the first day of early voting and she was online for two and a half hours before she got a chance to vote. That's crazy. When two I, and a half hours. I don't know if I would be that committed. I, I was mean, in and out in like 20 minutes, and that was just due to some clerical stuff, you know, with for the person I was with. But that, that was it. You know what's funny? I, I went with a friend of mine, and, uh, you know, she went right through. I had uh, – I'll tell you something funny. I always got to be goofy wherever I go. 
and um, I, I get up to, to go vote. And then the lady was asked my name and she said, well, what's your last name? So I'm like, uh, wonderful, uh, handsome, be wonderful. And she started typing and I was like, please don't type that. I'm sorry. That's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when they, when they printed out, you know, the little form that comes out, the printer jammed. So they had to call the, the guy over to unjam the printer. So if not for that, we'd have been in and out in 20 minutes. So it took me more like closer to half an hour just because of that, the, the printer jam. But we went, we went after work. So it was like, uh, we kept putting it off because we were supposed to go uh, Sunday and then, you know, we were supposed to go Friday, then Sunday and it rained all day. Then we went uh, yesterday, but it was, it was in and out, you know, everybody wore a mask. Nobody was acting dumb. There were no proud boys out there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Bef before, before, before I segue before I segue over, did you have any? Did you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I know I kind of kind of went off went off on a tangent there. And now I'm I'm good. I'm all good on the side. I was just saying, like, did they have all their teeth together? Because I saw that video from this morning. <laughs> Some of it. Some of it. I, I subscribe to uh, Ben Dixon. You know, I'm, I'm a patron of his show. I, I think he's I think he's excellent. He he uh, he has his own show, Benjamin Dixon Show, and he's also on. Uh, you'll see him on Young Turks, and sometimes you'll see him on uh, Majority Report with Sam Cedar. You know, so Sharp Brother, check him out when you get a chance. And I know sometimes I could be unprofessional, right? Like when I talked about Donald Trump. And I was just like, Donald Trump surviving COVID was the second worst thing that happened to America right behind him being president. You oh know, my goodness. that's not basically, that's not something you should say, you know? And I was like, I'm like, look, I'm not wishing death on Trump. I'm just waiting for it to happen, you know? And yes, every morning I wake up and Trump is still alive. I'm a little disappointed because there's, there's two things I want to see on my phone when I wake up in the morning. Your lottery winnings have arrived and Donald Trump dead at 74. And I know that's a horrible thing to say, but you figure this guy is the architect of, of misery. And now the proud boys have become his, his flying monkeys, like from, uh, from wizard of Oz, you know, they want to go out there and, you know, they want to fight for Trump. Like Trump gave him a shout out and they all instantly had to go in a shower and beat off like, oh my God, Trump gave us a shout out during the debates. Yes, sir, Trump, we will fight for you. And they had of all, of all the dudes, they had this black guy, right? And Benjamin Dixon had, you know, they were talking about it on the show. And I don't know why he would take the second part, which I thought was stupid of him to do, but I guess he may as well have because he was already on video. I don't know what state it was in, but he had this video talking about, you know, he's with the Proud Boys and they were going to go out there and just like, just, you know, beat the shit out of people and all this other stuff. And then they showed the next video the next day, they knocked out my teeth. <laughs> he was missing his front teeth. And, and they actually showed the video where the dude just punches him right in the face and knocks out one of his teeth. And you could see one of his front teeth just go flying. And the other one was kind of hanging loose in front of his mouth and I was just like I, I told y'all proud boys I I don't know if any of the proud boys hate listen to the show but I told you guys this is not a game this is reality if you push 
people are going to push back. And if you go out there with the, the thought of hurting people, you can't get right. hurt. And then show up in your video crying like a little bitch. They knocked out my teeth. No, you should have just shut the fuck up. Like, just pretended that that never happened. I know that's what I would have done. Yeah. I would have shut the fuck up. I would have been like, I don't know what happened. I don't know all my but life. I don't like make me wonder, too. Like, what the fuck is going on with Mitch McConnell? You think that, like, is his body rotten from the inside out? Or did somebody whoop his ass? Like, I have so many questions. It could be both. I mean, they used to call him uh, Cocaine Mitch. Because um, his wife's company had, they do, they're like a shipping company. And I want to say that there was, some, I don't want to go too much into that because I don't know how much is speculation and how much is fact. But he did earn the nickname for a little while of Cocaine Mitch. Now, Mitch McConnell has had health problems before. He had like a triple bypass surgery like 10 years ago. Uh, one time he fell in his home and he had, uh, you know, he had to have shoulder surgery, you know. So, in other words, he's always been open about his health problems. And now, he's just like, no, nah, there's nothing to worry about. Uh, that's something that, that you know, like, if, if a woman's being abused by her boyfriend, and she starts saying stuff like, well, I was just clumsy. Clumsy me. I was just walking on my knees and walked right into that doorknob. Like, you know, or like, I fell down the steps. I was clumsy. Mm -hmm. It was my fault. And I don't mean to trivialize that, you know, but I'm just saying that's what it sounded like. And when he looked at his hand, it didn't even look like a bruise, like from like, oh, well, maybe he slammed his hand in the car door. It looked like a real medical condition, like what's going on with him. Yeah. And yeah. He, uh, and he had a bruise on his, on his lip too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that could be. I'm definitely yeah, not. A doctor. I'm not a doctor. But he should ask. He should ask. He should ask Dr. Trump because that motherfucker claims to be <laughs> medical <laughs> professional and everything. He should. <laughs> he should have gotten some steroids from Trump. <laughs> I could just see Trump after the election. After if he loses, he on the corner. I got them roids. Got them roids. They make you feel twenty years younger. But um. It's important that if Mitch McConnell has a serious health issue because he's up for re-election, right? Now, keep in mind that Amy McGrath, the woman who's running against him, even though she whooped his ass in the debates, she has no chance because Kentucky. I mean, Mitch McConnell's been senator there for like 30 years. He hasn't done anything for Kentucky, and yet they re-elect him every year. Well, every six years because he's a senator. So... Obviously, I mean, you figure Kentucky senators are Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul. What does that tell you about Kentucky? Kentucky has flashes of, uh, like, of sense sometimes. Like they had, uh, I mean, when they did, uh, they had the Obamacare expansion, right? And they had a Democratic governor at the time. So they did the expansion and their rollout. I mean, we're talking about as a percentage of the population. Because of course, Kentucky doesn't have as many people as New York or California. But as a percentage of the population, their Obamacare rollout was on par with New York and California. So, you know, and then what did they do? They hired, uh, you know, they elected a Tea Party psychopath, Matt Bevin, and the first thing he did was he rolled back 
uh, Medicare expansion and kicked a whole bunch of people off of, off of Medicare. So Kentucky, they go back and forth. But one thing they're consistent with is their horrible taste in senators. Horrible, terrible taste in senators. So you figure if Mitch has a serious health problem, they need to know about that. You know, because he needs to step down. Don't forget, I mean, I know Mitch looks like he's dipped in formaldehyde, but he's 78 years old. Okay. So why is he running again? I don't even know why. I mean, I guess being in Congress, they don't consider it to be work because nobody wants to work when they're 78. Maybe his grandkids don't like him. And, he, and I, figure, I guess he figures if I have to not work, I'll have nothing to do because my grandkids won't hang out with me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being a jackass at this point. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Here's one thing I do know. Uh, Tucker Carlson's full of shit. I don't know if anybody who, who listens to this show watches Tucker Carlson or even sees some of the clips from Tucker Carlson on, on, uh, on TV. You know, like if you're watching like other pundits who are, who are talking about him. Tucker Carlson basically got out of a, uh, I think like a defamation suit or something like that. I'd have to look that up. But basically their argument for Tucker Carlson to get out of that suit was basically, well, people who watch Tucker Carlson, they know not to take him seriously but yet they pawn him off as a serious, uh, not a journalist, but as like a serious commentator. Like they, they think that he knows what he's doing. Remember one thing about Tucker Carlson. He was like his mom left him when he was young, right? And then his dad married the heiress of uh, Swanson Home Dinners, you know? So he's been in that money since he was a little kid. So he's never had to, to want for anything since he was a little kid. And um, I didn't know that part before that he um, that his mom left the family. Yeah, that also explains a lot. Yeah. So um, you figure Tucker Carlson's is he's been rich. So yeah, he earns like $10, $15 million a year from Fox News, but he was a multimillionaire before that. So why would he need to go on Fox News and trick working class people into fighting with each other? Because he's just, he's just an empty soul. He's just a hollow, empty person. So this whole thing with Hunter Biden, right? You figure when they first had the Hunter Biden story, and let me explain to you how dumb these Fox News jackasses are, okay? You're in Fox News. You're the number one cable, sh new, cable news show in the country. You know what that means? That you have resources. You have near unlimited resources. So how did Rudy Giuliani end up getting punked by Borat, laying back on a bed with his hand in his pants, with that, with that girl in the video. And I'll say this, I'm a big dude, right? I've never had to lay on the bed to, to tuck in my pants. I've never had to do that. 
that just seems like unproductive to lay on your bed and tuck in your pants like that. Now, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe I should do it that way from now on. Maybe Rudy Giuliani's on to something. But you figure he's in an interview with this girl, right? She's, she's an actress, by the way. You know, she's in the, the Borat movie, right? They're laying on, you know, he, they adjourned to the hotel room. They're drinking scotch. There's a point where he kind of pats her on the, not, not really on the butt, but like, you know, pats her on the hip, you know, trying to get more familiar with her, I guess. Let's just face it. Rudy thought he was getting some. <laughs> he I'll, definitely I'll, did. He kept telling her, I saw the movie, and he kept telling her that she was doing great. And granted, though, she was encouraging some of it. She kept like, yeah. She kept touching him too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a part of the whole setup too. No, keep one thing in mind. In the movie. I, I, I will say this from the clips that I saw. I mean, Rudy was getting set up. But the problem was, how did he end up in that position in the first place? Who's vetting people for Rudy? That's the thing. It's how did he end up there? So this is the guy who's supposed to tell me that Hunter Biden is in league with the, uh, the Chinese spy master and he's with the head of the Communist Party and all this other stuff. And yet he gets punked by Borat? Really? Come on. The thing with Tucker Carlson was this. Tucker Carlson said he had some important papers that could just turn the tide of the election, right? He had it sent from California to New York. But then the papers got lost, right? And then it turns out there was a flash drive in there as well. We found it out later, right? So he went on this whole big thing on his show about how, you know, he had, he had these important papers that could turn the election around, but they were stolen. So, um, you know, he went into this whole big conspiracy theory thing about the papers being stolen. And then they found the papers. <laughs> so it turns out, I guess the package got opened and like a flash drive fell out. And one of the workers saw the flash drive. I guess he didn't know where, where it came from. So he just took it and just left it on his supervisor's desk. And then they, they finally realized, oh yeah, this is the thing that Tucker Carlson was looking for. So what did Tucker Carlson do? He turned it around on UPS. Because at first he was praising UPS because they were looking for the package for him. And then they found the package and then he was like ragging on UPS. You know why? Because it turned out that those game-changing documents were bullshit. It turned out those documents were created by a fake intelligence agency. And it was being circulated on right-wing media by a, uh, a pro-Trump anti-Chinese government uh, group. So once again, how does Fox News keep getting punked like that? So then he had to turn it around and be like, well, we don't want to pile on Hunter Biden. We don't want to kick a man when he's down. You know, I knew Hunter Biden. We both lived in DC. You know, I met his wife. You know, he's a nice enough guy. He had his demons, you know, and he's going into this, whole, he's backpedaling on this. But a few days ago, you were saying that, hey, you know, I'm going to bury Hunter Biden and, and turn the election around for Trump. Come to find out, 
you got punked. How do people look at Tucker Carlson? And Tucker Carlson always has that look on his face like, like his brain has been extracted from his head or like he smelled his own fart and is hoping that you don't smell it too. That's always the look that he has on his face. He has such a punchable face. Like I just want to punch my computer screen every time he shows up on there. It was even worse when he used to wear the bow ties. But who believes in this guy? Who believes a word he says? Idiots. That's who. Because there are people who I used to, who I used to follow. Jimmy Dore, perfect example. And when they start saying dumb shit, it's just like, well, maybe I'll just back up off this dude. Maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about, right? But they're just all in for Tucker Carlson. They're all in. Like, you would... Let me ask you all a question, right? Is there any way that you could be like the most feeble person in the world and the most dangerous person in the world all at the same time? No. Yeah, of course there is. Mm. Oh, 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 I, I want to hear this. Uh, tell white folks in the, in the 50s. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but they weren't feeble, though. Like, they were pretending to be actually feeble or pretending to be feeble. It's different. Well, some of them were actually feeble. Yeah. <laughs> well, put it like mm-hmm. this. They run this, they run this gamut with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Because they make it seem like, oh, well, look at Joe. His brain's a tapioca pudding, and he just sits in the basement all day. You know, he should be in a nursing home. Like, there's no way he should be president. And then they're like, Joe and Hunter Biden are the most dangerous people on the planet. If a dime bag gets sold in the park, Joe Biden's getting a cut. You know, they're the most corrupt people on the planet. Which is it? Are they the height of corruption, or are they just feeble oatmeal brain people? But they can't be both. They cannot be both. It's just basically what they throw out there to deflect from the fact that Jared and Ivanka made over $100 million while working at the White House. That, uh, you know, basically that Donald Trump is breaking laws every day by holding campaign events at the White House. Lindsey Graham broke the law by when he when he was at the at the, uh, the the hearing for uh, what's her face uh, Amy Coney Barrett he's begging for money. You can't solicit funds in a federal building. That's why when when they solicit funds, they have office buildings across the street where they go and they and they call donors for money. But you're not allowed to solicit funds, especially campaign funds, while you're in a federal building. That is against the law. You can't do that. So, but the Tucker Carlson thing blew up and then you know what his fans are gonna do? They're gonna do, they're gonna do nothing. You know what it's like? It's like when Trump had that rally in, in Nebraska and, and basically Nebraska's winter, you could basically just call it like hell's winter. So you figure they're already mm-hmm. at, like, at like sub-zero weather and it's friggin' October. <laughs> but, they had, but they had a rally and uh, there was supposed to be a bus that was supposed to come pick the people up and the bus never showed. 
So you had all these people who were stuck in the middle of a parking lot in the middle of the, in, you know, in the middle of hell's winter in Nebraska. And then some of them, you know, they had to call the cops. The cops didn't know what to do with them. And then some of them ended up, they tried to walk. Some, some of them got hypothermia, mm. you know, but you know, what's going to happen Tuesday. They're going to, they're going to wrap up their blackened fingers and toes. And then they're going to walk to the, to the, uh, polling place and they're going to vote for Trump. You know, and because you know whose fault it was that that bus never showed up? Hunter Biden. It was all Hunter's fault. That's the way these people think. You got the QAnon folks who accuse Democrats of being uh, child molesters. And I'm like, you know, Donald Trump actually had a case where a 13-year-old girl, uh, well, she was 13 at the time, uh, she accused him of raping her on Jeffrey Epstein's island, one of his parties. Not, I don't know if he was on the island, but it was definitely one of his parties. Remember one thing about that case. The only reason why that case didn't go to trial is because the girl received so many death threats that she had to drop the case in fear for her life. So why doesn't QAnon go after Donald Trump? Why don't they go after Jeffrey Epstein? Or, well, or at least uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. She's still alive. You know? It's basically just all about, you know, how do we smear Democrats, but not to do it with policy, because if we do it with policy, we're going to get stomped because we know nothing about policy. <laughs> I do want to end on a positive note, because I don't like to end on, on negativity or on a rant. Um, I just saw today, I didn't get a chance to read the article, mind you, so I don't know who's going to be involved. But I didn't know that when they brought Blade back, that it was going to be a TV show. So I thought it was going to be a movie. And um, what's the name of the guy, the guy from, uh, from uh, Green Book? Yeah, Green Book. I always um, get his name Mash- wrong. Mashallah Ali or something? Something like Mahershala. that. Ali. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for not getting his name right because he's, he's, he's a great actor, you know? Yeah. And, and he's going to be uh, the new Blade. I, as much as I love Wesley Snipes, I know he, he. I know he's really hard to work with, and he's too old at this point. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not too mad at, at that idea because I remember. I want to say this was early 2000s when, um, when Sticky Fingers from Onyx played Blade. He didn't do that. The TV show. Yeah, it was a, It was on TNT. I think it lasted for probably like a season to be honest yeah, it was pretty good he, was he pretty did good. he didn't he didn't do a bad job he not really at all did. and uh but king woodbine was in it he guest starred in it right exactly yeah so yeah i'm looking for it I'm, I'm guessing it's gonna be on disney right that i'm not sure of but i will say this in the article i saw there's gonna be uh an all-black writing staff for that show mm-hmm. and i will say and i know what some people are saying they're just like what does it matter you know it does matter you know mm-hmm. because i mean if you ever watch those old documentaries about tv shows like the jeffersons or like um uh 
Sanford and Son, especially, Damon Wilson was in the article, in an article many years ago in a source, right? And he was talking about uh, Red Fox and his constant, constant, everyday battle with the writers over that show. Mm. You know, it's I, there was even an episode of What's Happening, and I'm not going to go over the whole thing because we're almost out of time. But basically, they wanted Raj to be a, a, a consultant on a TV show, you know, not a writer, but a consultant so they can make the show more authentic. So in other words, they didn't want to hire black writers. They just kept the white writers and then just have people consult. And of course he turned it down, you know, but um, I'm not saying that like blacks have to write for blacks and whites have to write, have to write for whites, you know, all the time. But you, I do notice that when like whites write for black sometimes, it just doesn't always work out the way it's supposed to work out. Like I've seen, especially like in horror movies, like oh, so many black characters in horror movies are so cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. It's just like every time they're on the screen, I'm just, I'm just ashamed for my entire race. If you ever watch um, Night of the Demons, the original one that came out in the 80s, and the character uh, Raj, right? Uh, well, Roger, but they, they just called him Raj on, the, on there. And granted, he made up for it in the end. You know, he saved the girl's life in the end. But all throughout the movie, he was just so cringeworthy. Like, you know, the demons are coming around him and he would say something like, like, we need to get down to pray. My daddy taught me how to pray real good. He's, that's, an, <laughs> that's an actual line from the movie. Look it up. And I was just like, who says that? Nobody talks like that. So the fact that they're getting all black writing staff, it still matters who's going to be the writers, of course. I didn't get a chance to see who the writers are going to be. But I think that's, that's a really good step, especially if it's going to be a TV show as opposed to being a movie. You know, So we'll see how that works out. And actually, yeah, on a and actually, on a sad note, uh, just before the show started today, Sean Connery passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I did see that news, unfortunately. I told my mom. Like, he was, he was definitely a good-looking older white man. And the accent pulled it, too. Yeah. <laughs> they were spoofing him on Robot Chicken. They did a Highlander uh, spoof. And they had, I mean, it wasn't actually Sean Connery, but it was somebody doing his voice. And, oh. and uh, the, uh, in the, the show, the girl called him a drunk. He was like, I'm not, I'm not a drunk. I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you know, he was James Bond for seven movies. And he was in a whole bunch of, uh, you know, award-winning movies like Hunt for Red October, stuff like that. Mm. You know, he was, and, you know, he had a career that spanned, what, like 40, 50 years? So, yeah. you know, he was 90 years old. I didn't realize he was that old, but he, he was 90, you know. They didn't give an exact cause of death, but they said he died in his sleep. And, you know, they said he was, you know, he was battling uh, sickness, but they didn't say what it was. Now I need to know because he's 90, you know. So, but rest in peace to the legend, to, uh, you know, to Sean Connery. So... Oh, Ricard, um, 
Xbox, which one are you getting? Oh, yeah, I'm getting the, um, the X. You're getting the X? I'm, yeah, I'm keeping the lookout for, for the X. Um, I wasn't able to go ahead and, and get one. When, when was it? Uh, that was September 22nd, I think. That's when they were doing the, the pre-orders. So oh, I wasn't oh, able okay, to go okay. ahead and grab one then. But, yeah, I'm just going to wait for like probably like the second or third wave and see what happens. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the S S's and Sam because I figure it like this. I don't have a 4K TV, and mm. I would probably say like the last three or four games I've bought have all been digital. Like I haven't really been buying the discs or anything like that, and I'm not a hundred percent sold on their backwards compatibility. You know, well, you talking about the Xbox? Yeah. You serious? They have a good tracking record, better than Sony. Mm, but it's still not good enough because I still had a whole bunch of uh, Xbox 360 games I couldn't play. You know? Oh, okay. Like uh, like Dante's Inferno and Burnout and stuff like that. I still, I can't play them. They won't play. So I'm Burnout? like, you know what? I thought I'm Burnout not... was backward. Oh, that's all right. Well, um, I had uh, Burnout Paradise. I don't know if that one was. I, I, I have more than one copy of, well, not of copy of the same game, but they had... Uh, I think I'd gotten a, a burnout game and that made me get uh, burnout paradise. And I don't think it was compatible. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll just go with the S, which is about what, $200 cheaper? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, the only thing is, is that it's not going to, it's going to have the same frame rate, but not the same resolution. Like the, the X is going to have Correct. like the, the top resolution, and the S is going to have less resolution. Yeah, I think it's just um, standard 1080, right? Yeah. And that's about it. But yeah. you know what? It's still going to have that solid-state hard drive. It's still going to have mm-hmm. the um, uh, the 60 you know, frames per second. So you know what? I'm good. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it, the, yeah, the only thing is that um, hopefully it doesn't pigeonhole the, uh, the I guess, the, the greatest system in the X and also the – well, uh, Sony, they they could hold their own because they have a lot of first parties. But um, with the Xbox, hopefully um, the S doesn't pigeonhole them. You know, when they're trying to go ahead and especially with their first party, um, you know, projects. Now I will say this: there were no Xbox games I wanted at launch. I mean, they have a new Halo game coming out. There's a new, uh, I think, a new Halo, New Gears of War, and there are some other things. Like Sony had stuff coming out at launch that I actually wanted. So they have a new, um, mm-hmm. uh, a new Horizon game that looks really well, good. That, that's not at launch. Oh, it's not at launch? Okay. No, not, not the Horizon game. Oh, okay. I think the only thing that's on launch is probably that Spider-Man game. Yeah. The Even Monster that, but that, yeah, but that's on the PS4 as well, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Monster yeah. Yeah. Now, the one thing I do like that they're doing is that if you, like, for instance, I have Borderlands 3 on Xbox One, and because Borderlands 3 has been doing so well, they said, you know what, we're going to do another season pass, which means that there's going to be more content, and mm. it's going to be a free upgrade. So, in other words, I don't have to buy another copy of uh, Borderlands 3 to play on Xbox uh, on on the uh the one S right. They'll just give me a free conversion. I get to keep my game saves and everything. 
So yeah, yeah, and a lot of games are doing that uh, with with Microsoft. So that's yeah. that's that's a that's an incentive for me. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's like you mentioned that because what you think about the two K? Because two K, you had to get like a certain version in order for you to go in and get the upgrade. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not messing with two K no more. Like, I, <laughs> it, it's kind of like they they actually they broke me. You know, yeah. with this whole uh, you play for all this time and then they shut the servers down, and then you have to go on to the next game. And I and don't get me wrong, I love two K games. You know. And I, and I miss playing them, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to disappoint myself every year, you know. Yeah. yeah. By this, putting this all this time first... in, and then they just kick you off of it because they want yeah. you to go on to the next one. Yeah, this is the first time that um, I didn't purchase a new one. Yeah, I don't know how long. It was the first time I didn't purchase the, the, the new 2K. Where, where are we? We're at 21 right, right now, right? 21, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I still had that. I still had NBA 2K20. Um, I still have 2K. Even he said 2K8. <laughs> no, oh, 2K8, uh, 18. Oh, 18. Uh, but yeah, and even with the with the upgraded systems, I'm not not sure what enough. I'll I'll go ahead and purchase one. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. You know, it's it's a bunch of other stuff too. It's just the other modes that they're not really paying attention to. Um, you know the the in-game purchases. You know the the advertisements. Is is like they're just trying to squeeze squeeze as much money as possible through their consumers, and it's just it's just annoying at this point. I will say one thing: I gotten uh, NBA Live like two K nineteen. It was on sale, and I figured I'll give it a shot. And the gameplay just absolutely sucks. It does. Like, I I played it for, like, a month, and I was like, I can't play this garbage anymore. But the one thing they did that I liked, and and this is weird coming from an EA game, in 2K, they start your character at, like, uh, 60 or something like that Mm -hmm. uh, with their rating. So you're literally, like, just, you know, you're just bouncing the the ball off your feet, you know, type clumsy. Like, you could barely hit a shot, and then it makes you want to go out and buy the the vc coins even right. though it's the same exact currency it's not compatible from game to game go figure so mm-hmm. then you had to buy like 20 dollars worth of vc to make your character playable uh you know in the uh, in the season modes you know in nba live you have the option to go on tour around the world so you get to play in like brazil and france and stuff like that but you can still earn the credits to build your character up before you go to the NBA. So you don't have to spend extra money to build your character up. So you can just play these little tournaments around the world and build your character up and then go to the NBA if you want to. And I thought that was, I thought that was extremely refreshing, you know, but you know, 2K is not going to do that because you know, they're just money grubbing parasites. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's why we need EA back. You know, we need NBA Live and <laughs> well, bring some we, sort of competition. Well, we need them to be good. That's what that is. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, real quick. Um, I don't know when. It, I think it's coming out soon. De La Soul had a new single out. What? Uh, and it's like a, a, about, about Trump. They dropped it yesterday, I think. And then um, Goody Mob is coming out with a new album. What? So I'm just like, okay, okay. 
That's crazy. You have Goody Mob coming out, but Outcast still can't come out. Well, That's well and I think Andre 3000 is going to be on. He, I think he's going to be on the Goody Mob album. I don't know if Big Boy is going to be on there too, but I know they said Andre 3000 is going to have a, a track or two on there. So, at least we got some good new music coming out coming on the horizon. Yeah, Busta Rhymes came out. Did he? Oh, was it? Yeah. Was it extension level event part two? Really? Yeah, I could tell by the intro. I automatically knew. Um, I didn't know that that was him at the beginning, but then mm-hmm. when I heard the like when I heard the intro, I was like, "That's Busta Rhymes." <laughs> yeah, it makes it extension level event. Oh, I automatically knew. Yeah, I don't know. I gave it one listen. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's Busta Rhymes. You know, it has that that hype. And then sometimes on certain tracks, you know, he, he slows it down and, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I want to say he kept it kind of old school for the most part. Um, yeah, he did. He did. I would, I would say that. I definitely got to give it a listen. I still have the first uh, extinction level event on uh, – I think I'm, I may need to actually buy another one because I think mine was a promo from the record store, so it's clean. Can't have a clean Buster Rhymes record. That's just like you know, it's like you, it's like having pancake syrup without the sugar. You know, it just doesn't work. So I may need I may need to actually buy another one. I'll you know I don't mind, but it's part of my collection. <laughs> so, Odie, what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts, have a happy Halloween and wear your motherfucking mask. Exactly. Wear both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Record what are your final thoughts, sir? Uh, Yeah, the same. Have a happy Halloween and be careful out there. I, I, I figure as much as I love, even at my age, you know, uh, watching kids trick or treat and have fun on Halloween and dress up and stuff like that. Maybe this is the year where you just, you know, stay home. Go out and take a picture of the moon, though. It's supposed to be a blue moon, full moon tonight. It's supposed to be gorgeous. So at mm-hmm. least go out and get pictures of that. But I, I would much rather you guys stay safe. You know, this pandemic, unfortunately, is not going away anytime soon. I was telling uh, Odie and Charles before the show, my six year old nephew screamed at my niece, uh, not mad at her. But he was just frustrated. He was like, when's the pandemic going to end? I want to go to the zoo. He loves the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's getting on everyone's nerves. And I know stifling Halloween. And then we have an extra hour of Halloween, too. Jesus. But because it's daylight savings. But I would much rather you all stay safe. And, and And also remember on Election Day, uh, I know Trump's going to try and steal the election. But remember... Because of how some states count their uh, their ballots, we're not going to get the results on election day. Okay, so get to bed early if you have to. If you got work the next day, don't stay up all night waiting for elections that probably aren't going to come up. Now, I just happen to have that most of that week off, so I'll be up. <laughs> but uh, you know, don't uh, don't fret over it right away. You know, and don't let all the, the, the noise and the gaga get to you, you know, just wait it out. You know, it's, it's going to be a different election than we've had over the last 50 years. So 
uh, be just be prepared for that. Okay. And uh, stay safe out there, everybody. And uh, yeah, take care of each other. <laughs>